Coffee with your spouse is like capturing happiness in a cup. She's the cream of my coffee. And he's the sugar in my cup. I'm Teddy. And I'm Jenny. You're, You're listening, listening to, to Cream, cream in, in My, my coffee. coffee. The content of this podcast is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Does having a good marriage or relationship shelter us from temptation? Although trust is a key factor in any relationship, temptation is all around us. Whether it's the donut in the break room that you know you're not supposed to eat because you're on a diet, or the hot new accountant that was just hired. One bite of that donut in the break room or simple flirting with the new hire might seem insignificant. However, from the moment that snowball of temptation begins rolling, your marriage instantly has become endangered. Hello everyone and welcome back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on your time zones. Hey, what's up everyone? Thank you for tuning back in to Cream in My Coffee podcast, where we keep the coffee always hot and the conversations even hotter. Ain't that right, babe? Absolutely. So these are your hosts, Teddy and Jenny. What's up, what's up? Appreciate everybody being here with us again uh, as we go through our season two, episode three, how to protect your marriage from infidelity. And uh, to expand on that, it's not just your marriage. If you're in a relationship in general, this is for you. So this is is our talking point of getting into how to affair-proof your relationship, your marriage, and kind of help everybody have a better in-depth understanding of what you need to do or what, what is recommended to do during your relationship. So uh, I hope this all helps you guys. We're going to get in it in just a moment. Um, Before we get in it, though, I would personally like to thank everyone out there for the thoughts, the prayers, the warm messages that all of you sent me. I really appreciate it. For those of you who don't know what's going on, I was in the hospital for quite a while. We thought when I first went to the hospital, it was due to possibly some kind of heart issue, even a stroke. I had stroke symptoms, believe it or not. But after lots of tests and hard work from the doctors in the uh, hospital, it was concluded that my multiple sclerosis is acting up and getting worse. My my lesions are active and possibly I have new ones and it's just been a little chaotic. So I am trying to get through today's podcast. I was actually really looking forward to doing this and getting out the hospital. We did not do an episode last week and we really are sorry for that. It's just all these health issues going on. I had the flu the week prior And that could have been what aggravated my multiple sclerosis. So I'm really going through it right now. The left side of my body is being affected. So it's a little difficult to talk and function. But I'm here and I definitely did not want to let you guys down. I wanted to do this episode, especially on this topic, because whether you're married or in a relationship, I think everyone's fear when it comes to relationship. Reality is everyone is scared of being cheated on. 
No one wants to be cheated on. And we want to tell you or give you some pointers on what to do to safeguard your marriage slash relationships in order to not have that happen because temptation is everywhere. It's all around us, whether it's at work, in the gym, you know, for those of you who are still in college and schools, it's everywhere. And there are things to do in order to safeguard your relationship and yourself and keep yourself away from that temptation because it's out there. Yeah, so it's an issue that many of us uh, have gone through, either personally uh, or professionally, in any setting. It's just how you're able to separate the two and be mature enough to uphold your commitment to your partner. So before we get further into it, I definitely have my coffee, have my creamer. (laughs) It's time to get brown. You have me, baby. I'm the creamer. <laughs> yes, you are. I want to give a couple of facts out there before we start and go into you know some of the ways to a fair proof uh, your relationship. So there's a, there's a couple of different studies and different types of uh, information out there that you can look at that would give you some information about Differences of an affair, cheating, etc. What's the differences? There are very many different forms of this. We're going to link some really cool articles in the show notes at the end of this, um, especially the ones that Teddy have because he always pulls up the better articles than I do. So just to put into contextual uh, information here, twenty about 25% of, of all men... And about 13% of women, so about one in four men and about, you know, one in six women, probably a little more than one in seven women, um, have extramarital affairs uh, during their lifetime. So the question states to become, as men, are we the one in four that will step out in your relationship or your marriage? For women, are you the one of seven? that will step out in your relationship or marriage? I would advise you not to step out unless you want to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with that 100%. I'm definitely not the one to, to go through that. There's a, there's a really big difference between men and, and women and, uh, you know, and how this all works. I'm not sure why the science behind it, but I'm assuming it's a testosterone-based piece of of men wanting to conquer or dominate and or not feel like less of a man that they can't achieve more than than one woman or having bragging rights with their friends uh, or others as far as conquer and dominating comes you could do that with me any any day of the week so you have no reason to step out ever i agree but you know there's there's a time period where, especially if you're in long-term relationships, sometimes short-term, and you don't have that high level of commitment during your entire relationship, a lot of folks don't look at it in that manner. Or they may get too comfortable in a relationship and feel that they can step out, even if it's just something um, small. You know, it, what's wrong is wrong, what's right is right. But you see an opportunity and you may say, okay, I'm going to do it, especially if you're with a group of guys or a group of girls. 
you may let your own personal judgment down because you you don't want to be the one to reduce yourself to that level of peer pressure and feel left out or whatever the situation may be. I'd like to intrude real quick. I think that's why it's important not to put yourself in that situation to begin with. I can say as far as you and I go, Teddy, that we don't go out without each other. And I'm not saying that that's everyone's, you know, cup of coffee, that that's what they do or that's what they should do. But if you're going out with a bunch of friends in a group, as most of you do, you should stay in that group and never try to spend time alone with someone that you're attracted to or possibly could be attracted to or that's attracted to you. And I think that's important. Teddy and I, we don't go out with friends without each other. We're always, you know, together because we're friends. We're not just husband and wife. We're best friends. So anywhere he goes, I go. Anywhere I go, he goes. And even if it's with friends, like I said, we're always together. And that really does help limit that temptation so that when we are going out, you know, going to hang out, we're not without each other. So temptation is then kind of cut and we can't be tempted, you know, because we're together. The only temptation I have is him. <laughs> you are my weakness. Well, that's really nice to hear. <laughs> so many people look at infidelity as if it was a, a natural disaster. You know, no one could see it coming. It just unexpectedly happens. God knows the reasons for it. Don't know why anybody would take a chance on those things. But there again, there are many, many different reasons on why any individual would want to go to that point. The truth is, is that you know, we can prevent it from happening as well. So is it is it possible to affair-proof your marriage? Will it be a lot of work? Yes, definitely. Um, but that, you know, that's what we all sign up for as a relationship, especially trying to make sure that you can achieve the best version of yourself, for yourself, your partner, and being committed during that time period. So what is cheating? You know, before we begin further in the discussion, you know, how to immunize your marriage against infidelity, we should establish that, you know, what constitutes cheating. Um, having sex with another woman other than your wife is obviously cheating. But it's also possible to be unfaithful without having to go that far. Infidelity has shades of gray that should all uh, likewise be avoided. Is it 50? <laughs> <laughs> well, depending on which movie you're referencing to. It is possible to be emotionally unfaithful without crossing any physical boundaries. A perfect example uh, of this is online infidelity. More and more married men are having online romantic and sometimes sexual relationship with other women other than their wives, and vice versa. While there's no physical contact yeah, I, I would definitely say this is cheating. Men who date online are violating a trust that their wife the wife has put them in in being faithful to both body and mind. So that's just a brief summary of uh, of cheating in general. Without getting too far in the different types and levels, there's so many different versions of it. But this is not what this podcast is about today. Again, with the online stuff, though, that's another thing that... I know not everyone does this and everyone has their individual, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, their own profile. But Teddy and I, we have a joint 
profile, joint account. You know, for those of you who follow us, you know, Teddy and Jenny, we are one, we are married. We never felt it was necessary to have a separate account due to the fact that, you know, online, everyone wants to shoot their shot, right? (laughs) People feel more confident and more liberated to speak their mind or say what they really want to you. And we get that all the time. Teddy and I both equally get DMs and stuff. We read them half the time laughing. We're married. You know, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, it's one account. It's us. So you never know who's talking to you on the other end, whether it's Teddy or Jenny, because we share an account. And there's nothing I'm going to hide from him. And there's nothing he's going to hide from me. That's the whole purpose of sharing an account. I'm not saying for everyone out there to go do that. Because to each its own, you know, sometimes it works out better having a separate account. But I'm just saying, if you're hiding something, if someone shoots you a DM, you know, and you hide it from your spouse, then you're doing something wrong. Because if you have to hide something, then it's wrong. You know, this past uh, spring, um, Jenny and I took the family over to a vacation spot. Uh, One of our favorite vacation spots that we typically travel to. However, um, you know, we, we looked around and, and we're always planning on different things to maintain our uh, relationship, our togetherness, our family. Uh, and that's what we feel like that, that success between our relationship constitutes for. So it just doesn't happen just to happen. We have to plan it and put it together. And it takes work and effort to get to that point. Same thing goes through successful successful marriages in general as you're planning uh, for vacations or things in your everyday lives. You'll have to put in the effort, especially as we get busier with our children, our careers, different types of level of activities, community activities, those of you to go to church or not, uh, or involved in different areas of community events. All those things are important, but you want to have a strong marriage and a relationship And your spouse has to, or your significant other has to come first. Absolutely. With, you know, your significant other coming first, as soon as you have that relationship, you know, or marriage, that person should be your priority. And then, you know, your own family and your own household and so forth and protecting that, which is yours, you know? Well, I'm glad you didn't uh, go into the other thing I was thinking on my mind, which I'm surprised you didn't even mention it wait what are you talking about being first (laughs) are are we talking about sex (laughs) yeah of course (laughs) well (laughs) i'm not gonna say what i want to say i (laughs) but yeah yeah okay i'm just i'm gonna stay quiet right now because you got me (laughs) so um there's so many different avenues so many different articles of some of the uh, the best things you can do to uh, establish a, a strong relationship and some of the, the key points to it. So I'm going to name off, there's so many different variations I'm going to pull apart here, and I'm just going to run through them. Uh, specifics on, on some great textual information that you should do or, or recommend it to do. So I'm going to get into it, just kind of give you all the rundown. Uh, I'm sure there's something for everyone that will uh, that will entice you in some way. So the first thing I would say is, and, and Jenny and I talk about this so many times, is keep dating your wife. 
Amen to that. Forever dating. I would say try to do the best you can to establish a weekly date night. You may not always get to it every single week, depending on what's going on throughout your week, your day. Things change rapidly, and obviously we all have to adapt to this. But time with your spouse and your significant other is essential. It's keeping it refreshed, keeping it different. Um, You know, think about it as if you were not your spouse or your wife and you're not with that person that you're every single day that you see them. If you're going to be with someone else that's new or that you think is vibrant because it's different, what would you do and how would you go about it? So always keeping it fresh, keeping it new, keep on dating your your significant other uh, goes a long way because it, it creates something, a new memory, a new situation, new circumstance that you both get to experience for the first time as if it's the very first time that you guys are out together. Imagine every single time you go on a date with your significant other. Imagine feeling like it is the first time. That kiss holding hands, the palpitations of your heart fluttering away because you're getting closer to that person, sparks flying everywhere. Imagine feeling that for the rest of your life with your partner. Isn't that a great thought? It's possible. I know because 25 years later, Teddy and I still experience it. It's because we put work into our marriage by going on those dates. Date night, like he said, is so very important. Spending time together, being one-on-one, having those moments that even though it's not your first time kissing or holding that person's hands, it forever feels like a first because you're putting that amount of effort into your relationship to keep it that way. Here's another point here. And for some of us, this is an issue some of us this is not however it has to be said quit the porn (laughs) but why (laughs) this may be something that both both of you are comfortable with however psychologically it's doing something to you whether you realize it or not so being bringing porn into into a relationship is not really healthy at all and why do i say that it's like bringing another person into your, your marriage, your relationship, like another woman. You know, would you do it in real life? Probably not. Virtually, I understand sometimes couples like to watch that together. Yeah, that's fine. You get kind of see something that's different. But then again, it may, you may bring somebody else in your relationship, like someone that's extremely glossy and airbrushed. It's, it's not realistic uh, because they are paid to do that, to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to basically stimulate you in in a way that you may think is realistic. It's truly not. Uh, Porn would only create a truly unrealistic expectation in your mind about your spouse's libido, their body, their comfort level, and with weird sex positions especially. Pretty soon you'll find that your, your wife or your partner is not really satisfying you and your eyes will start to wander. So dump the porn. Here's the thing though, Teddy. I, I'm i not in disagreement with you, but I'm not 100% in an agreement with you. Only for the fact being that sometimes porn can actually be educational. I know like with the two of us, since we were each other's first and last, I mean, that's how we've learned certain things and 
have gotten comfortable and familiar with what we really like. So how do you fit that in then and not cross those boundaries, I guess? I mean, especially if you're watching it together, because we've done that in the past. I guess that just depends on the person. Um, the thing is, is that it, you know, everyone is going to most likely be prone to watch or try to understand discovery is the easiest thing access out there. So what what do you what do you do? How do you manage that? Just be honest, discuss about different things. If you're going to do something like that, I would say consult with your the one person that you're with intimately every moment of the day or every any chance you get. That would be on their comfort level. How do they feel about it? You know, do they feel comfortable about you? Do they feel comfortable about yourself? Especially especially either men or women. For men it's more of how does the other dude look and do you compare? For the women is do I even look like that woman on, on the television, you know, glossed up, makeup, hair done, nails done, all those different things and aspects and or do I does maybe the woman may think about do I can I perform like that to stimulate my partner? Yeah, I was about to say I don't think about like looks or appearances. I just look like how can I do that? <laughs> How does she twist her body that way? Let me see. Oh, <laughs> well, men don't really care too much about that, but they look at everything else. And then, you know, you, you look at so many different aspects and, and how do you compare? Some women, not all women, but most as know with guys, we always <laughs> compare ourselves with the other person that, that you're looking at. You said aspects. <laughs> so crazy. This is what I, I deal I... with on a regular basis. I try to pass. I'll try to let it slide out of my head, but it can't. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Here's the next tip. Focus on being romantic. Any woman will tell you it, it doesn't take much to be romantic. You know, like something like, again, we spoke about this, so many different episodes that we've done. Uh, a romantic letter or an email or a text. You know, flowers are always welcome. I'm sure that Every woman out there are always looking for flowers. Even if you pick them up from the grocery store on the way, it doesn't matter. It's just something small. There's lots of different gestures that you can do to um, to show your wife that you thought about them or your significant other that you thought about them and to help re- reinforce your, your commitment to each other. That is probably the biggest um, thing that we forget about is, you know, the little things that, think about your significant other that that goes a long way maybe you've seen a a uh, some kind of um a gif uh that may represent something that you two of you may may have or maybe a you're running across a video on social media facebook instagram tiktoks yeah <laughs> and that you share that with your significant other like hey this is a joke here you go i think we do that like a little bit too often we're either sharing what we should do as a TikTok or we're sharing just plain comedy to make each other laugh. Yeah, we do that quite often. Next tip is initiate affection. You know, couples who are affectionate with each other normally stay together. So make an, an a, a effort to initiate spontaneous infect, affection uh, with your spouse. You not said infection. Affection. <laughs> uh, give... Give them hugs, a surprise kiss. Uh, tell them how much you 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 love them. 
Uh, hold hands together, you know, especially when you're going out. Like, Jen loves PDA all the time. Yep, and you don't. I'm always, like, you need to be on me. That's, I need you to be always holding me and kissing me and just giving me that affection 24-7. Yep, I'm I'm so reserved and extremely conservative with with so many different things, but that's just me. It's just how I am, but I will do that and I'll step outside my comfort zone for her. off the topic you know what that reminds me of stepping outside your comfort zone that reminds me of american pie the movie <laughs> when <laughs> what's his name the main character where he he's still a virgin and he's like in his comfort zone and the girl sticks a trumpet up his butt <laughs> so weird to think about right now this moment because he talked about comfort zone Oh, God, I can't. So, I'm going to keep on going. Tell my trumpet up your butts. So, uh, guys, don't make your, your, your woman cuddle you. You be the one to do that with her. Even if she's not the cuddling type, it does go a long way sometimes. So, invite cuddling I, with her without making a... just get a trumpet up your butt that's why i'm just saying like the movie so <laughs> okay i guess i'm gonna have to find something to protect me <laughs> so these small little gestures will definitely help strengthen your relationship over time uh, i think that it, it definitely goes a, a long way to make sure that you're constantly engaged this is this is the, this next tip is definitely jen's favorite have sex regularly yeah <laughs> you know, many many men stray because they're they've gotten bored with their sex life with their wives, and or their spouse. I, either way, you know, vice versa. Women with men, men with women, uh, or maybe same. It's it's pretty easy to get in a slump in your sex life, especially when you're married and or being in a long relationship because you've been with that person consistent consistent. Oh my lord, I can't even. Let me move it. away from you. <laughs> I just keep on messing with you. Don't make it boring. You know, things get busy. We're doing the same things all the time. And sometimes couples are just too tired for it. They just want to get it in and be over with it. Sometimes it may not be that way. It just depends on, on the person. So make sex with your partner a priority. It doesn't have to involve, like, Kama Sutra or, like, edible underwear, although some folks really, really enjoy those things. Just do it. And be into it. Be in the moment. Frequent sexual encounters with your partner will definitely strengthen your emotional and physical attraction uh, to them. So that goes uh, a significantly long way because you're you're having a different level of connection than just normal conversation and hugging and embracing to the point you guys share a deeper connection with each other. Not just that. Like, sex makes you more vulnerable, and more open emotionally. It's not just the physical part of sex. It's really the emotional part where you and your significant other open up not just your bodies, but your heart as well. And that's really what you want. And that makes you grow closer with your significant other. It really does help strengthen, like Teddy was saying, your relationship. 
and that's what I think what everybody wants, you know, in a marriage and a relationship is that bond to have that connection, which is something you get intimately. Jenny said open. <laughs> the six year old's gonna come out of me now. All this crazy talk. Spend time just talking. You know, find time each day to have meaningful conversations with your significant other or your spouse. Um, if you have kids, uh, do it after you put them to bed. Talk about... You Wait, know, do what? You said do it after <laughs> you put them to bed. What are we talking about now? Wait. <laughs> Just the kids putting the kids to bed. That's how they got there to begin with. Mm. But talk about you know what you did during the day. Discuss you know what you've been thinking about lately. What have I been thinking about lately? Hmm. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> well... I guess that's that can conclude to sharing your dreams with each other as well. My dreams, sex. <laughs> so this this is really something that would help you know, deepen the bond between yourself and your significant other or your spouse. Please deepen the bond with me, Teddy. <laughs> Go ahead, deepen it. It's harder to cheat when you've made such an emotional investment. It's like depositing money into your account and or using some funds to put into an investment you're going to basically get back what you put in if not double triple or quadruple if not furthermore furthermore double triple quadruple got it <laughs> we double in something we double in some time here after this podcast yeah it sure will our next topic would be sharing a common interest so a, a big reason why most stray away uh, is to begin to find less and less in common with them. Common interests. Hmm. Sex. No. <laughs> Let me stop. I'm playing. Bro, not really, but. <laughs> so, like, when you first started dating, uh, you probably had everything in common with each other. Well, typically, you at least think you do. Uh, so, you would spend lots of time together, do things that you both enjoyed. Uh, and then you both got married and then started, you know, working and your significant other either started working too or they stayed home and take care of the kids you know depending on on the particular circumstance but pretty soon there begins to be fewer and fewer areas which your lives overlap because life takes over so whether you you have a common interest or not make effort to have one it's the same thing again going back to dating your your spouse or your significant other, it it goes a long way to keep that common interest and the common ground going as as long as you can. So, to avoid this, uh, by um, you make sure that you have some ha- have some kind of hobby or some type of level of common interest. You know, an example is, you know, maybe you, you both go and and do dancing lessons. Or you, you would never do that. I wish you would never go though. Nope, I'd just be the guy that's sitting on the wall watching. <laughs> so, you know, commenters, hey, go out movies. There you go. That doesn't require much other than enjoying the movies together. See, I probably wouldn't do the whole movies things because my thing is, if we're gonna watch a movie, it's like Netflix and chill at home. Yeah, that that's perfectly fine too. You know, have a uh, a, se- a seasonal episode that you both watch, like Game of Thrones is a great example of one. Uh, or those of you that watch 
uh, what's the other one that I'm also watching now? You can't ask me because me, it's always the like crazy supernatural shows. So I don't fall into that most category. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you guys go out and you do um, maybe like do an event, uh, running, uh, doing like 5K, 10K, 30K. I couldn't run even a point two second K, but <laughs> that's just something that some ideas that kind of find a common interest. That's actually that sounds like fun though. I mean, you know, if we could do that, I I would like to do something like that. We do the gym. I think that's hard enough. <laughs> nah, the gym's starting to get a little too easy. I want something more challenging. More weight. Okay, well, I technically I last time at the gym. For triceps, at least, I I benched my own weight. That's pretty significant. Okay, but again, easy. I need something more challenging. I've, I'm always doing the gym. We need to do a 5K. Now that you mentioned it, I'm going to start looking into it. Okay. <laughs> you set yourself up for that one. You shouldn't have suggested it because now I'm like, ooh, let's do this. So our, our next tip is having a sense of honor and duty. Remember that when you made a commitment, got married, you have a uh, sacred promise or vow that uh, you would be faithful to your significant other. So there's a time, you know, when a gentleman was judged on whether or not he was a man of his word. Sadly, people today don't take those sort of things seriously anymore. You know, many feel many people feel justified in breaking their promises when something stops being easy or and or pleasurable. So, best thing is really buck the trend. Be a person of your word. Be a man of your word. The honorable thing to do is fulfill your duty to your your wife, your your spouse, and freely, you know, take it upon yourself that you got married, or you're in a committed relationship. Some probably say, "Well, you shouldn't stay in a terrible marriage and just avoid breaking your vows. Just avoid breaking your vows." Excuse me, but you do have to do every your duty and do everything you can to save that marriage before calling it quits. You can't just going to one game and oh you're losing so you're just going to stop playing you have to push as far as you can to continue to strive to get to the finish line yeah you're absolutely right i don't understand how sometimes people think the grass is green there on the other side it's like dude water what you have you know because sometimes if you nourish what's what you think is broken and you actually try to make your marriage or relationship work, there's a possibility of saving it, then why not go for it? Instead of having to start over with someone new, because I would think that would be a lot more work starting a new relationship and possibly having another failed relationship because you never know, you know what tomorrow brings. If you're already married, especially if you have kids, and there's a possibility of saving that marriage, definitely by all means you should try to put effort and do all the tips that Teddy and I have been talking about throughout this podcast because it's worth saving. I can't imagine not putting the effort that Teddy and I do with our own marriage. Yeah, it's work, but it's it's work that you can see the the benefits of at the end of it all. I mean, 25 years later, we can actually preach this stuff because everything that we've done to protect our marriage and at times save our marriage because we're not perfect. 
it's been for the better because 25 years later, still going strong. That's why we're giving this advice because we want to see everyone else as successful as we've been in our own marriage. So I'm going to move into um, further detail here. So establish boundaries. Most men feel they're manly enough to handle any situation with, with their, their woman, their spouse, significant other. Realistically, setting firm bound, boundaries wreaks a weakness or unnecessary zealotry. But that was that's really what makes every man thinks right before they take it too far. So far better to be safe than sorry. So if people think you're a prude, so be it. If you're going to if you're a prude going to going home to the love of your life each night, you know, with your head held high, that's an that's definitely an accomplishment. In your quest to avoid temptation, it should be understood that there's nothing wrong with having friendships with other people, sometimes with the opposite sex, but that's something that will happen most likely depending more so professionally than anything more. You don't want to go further across that line. You probably work closely with your individuals with the opposite sex regardless, whether it's work or school. The key is to know where where to draw the line and to stay far away from it as possible. This will require you to do some serious soul-seeking and figuring out your boundaries here. But just wanted to point out a few other areas which is definitely great to establish boundaries in general. So first tip is establish boundaries you know, with your, with your significant other. Sit down and speak with your, your wife or significant other and find out what she's comfortable with in regards to the relationship with other individuals and vice versa. You know, each person, each individual, each relationship will be different. Um, some folks, for example, um, you know, you might make it a rule that neither one of you will drive or ride alone in the car unless absolutely necessary or dance with another member of the opposite sex. So that's just an example of establishing boundaries, so a few boundaries. Next tip is definitely go and self-discovery with yourself and evaluate your vulnerabilities. Sit down with your, your wife or significant other and evaluate those aspects. Many people don't realize that they may have personality traits that open themselves up for infidelity. So these traits don't have to be bad for either. But for example, you might naturally be an empathetic listener. There's nothing wrong with that, but some women may take this as attention, getting attention for the, uh, in the wrong way. Going into the next segment here is the topic of avoiding temptation. A couple of tips on that. First tip is meeting groups if possible. If you know you can't handle being alone with another woman without it, without it crossing the line, avoid being alone with another individual or opposite sex. The additional tip here is avoid frequent conversations about your personal life. Many, many affairs begin with people starting to talk about their problems with another person besides their own spouse. You know, they feel like the other person understands them better than their significant other, and they feel a closer connection to them once they start doing so, and they start spending more and more time with them. If not checked, it may eventually lead to an infidelity. Not always, but why risk it? Exactly. That's why it's important for communication... Sorry, I just took a big gulp of coffee. Um, that's why it's important to have that communication to establish those boundaries 
and talking with your significant other to be emotionally available with your partner instead of someone else. Because once you start speaking with someone else, even if it's innocently and it starts off as innocently, and there's a possibility you're probably not even attracted to that person, once you open up that emotional door, you'll go down the rabbit hole into that possible affair and risk everything, basically. Even if, like I said, it didn't start off as that with the intent. The whole thing is, is when you're in a marriage, any emotions that you feel, whether they're negative or positive, discuss it with your significant other in order to avoid those type of temptations, especially when it comes to emotions. Which it goes into, yeah, this is pretty direct for our next tip, is stay away from online dating sites. There has been studies that show a large percentage of men who surf online dating sites are married. That's, that's pretty wild. Uh, virtual affairs are still a fair. If you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, it's wrong. Again, wrong is what's wrong is wrong. What's right is right. If you have to hide it, basically, anything that you feel that you have to hide or delete, that should be a big red flag that it's wrong. You should not be doing it if you cannot show your significant other this statement is true, and it goes the long way. It's harder to cheat on your significant other than staying faithful. There's so much effort around it to try to protect your current relationship and then going out and doing something that you shouldn't be with someone else. So think about all about the consequences. It's actually much harder to cheat on, on your significant other. You know, when you're unfaithful, you have to start sneaking around, hiding phone calls, and lying. There's a, there's a lot of work. While being in a, in a committed relationship, it takes a lot of work too. It basically, you know, it pales in comparison to the issues of having all that you have to go through in those few moments of excitement with another individual. Another way of che- cheating makes you your life harder is having to deal with the consequences when you're finally caught. Imagine having to face, if you have kids, your children, and tell them that you haven't been completely faithful to their their mom or their their dad. Imagine the look of hurt and sadness that you see in their eyes. If that doesn't make your stomach sink, I mean, you're just a total prick and douchebag. Facts. I mean, you should have that conscience, that guilt Uh, especially when it comes with your family, your children, whatever that you're doing on the side, if you're especially married, it's going to affect not just the person that you're cheating on, but it's going to affect everyone. Everyone in that household is affected by your actions of infidelity. So for any of those of you who are having thoughts of wanting to cheat or possibly going in that direction, just stop what you're doing as of now. Think about the people that you love, your children, everyone in your household. Anything wrong that you do, especially stepping outside the marriage when there's children involved, it affects everyone. No child wants to see their parents divorce unless the relationship is already toxic and you're in a toxic marriage or toxic relationship. You should not be in one, you should definitely not be cheating. Just definitely get out of it because you should not be with somebody who you don't get along with, who you're not in love with, who you're constantly arguing with. That's not a marriage. That's not a healthy relationship. 
then by all means, definitely uh, leave. But do not just cheat. Because it doesn't make sense to cheat. If you're going to cheat or even thinking about cheating, you should not be married. You should not be in a relationship. You should stay single. Completely agree with that. There are so many different um, topics and, and tips that we've covered today with uh, you know, protecting your marriage and, and kind of doing the best you can to fair-proof your marriage. So going back in conclusion with with today, making your your marriage you know, fair-proof, it just requires a lot of time and investment and emotion. It's truly all well worth it when you do put in all that time and effort because in the long term of it, it's you and your spouse that will benefit from it, not anybody else. You have nothing to prove to any other individuals other than for each other. Damn right. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. 25 years still going strong. And the only focus is us because uh, we're doing this and we're going to keep on moving forward for the many years to come. Amen to that. So I would say for those of you that are out there, it'll take everything that you have don't take it for granted. Really put an effort into it. Really understand about your each other and yourselves, especially the perception of you may know yourself. However, your significant other, your spouse, sees that your actions, your emotions, and everything you do on a regular basis. And sometimes, like especially for me, you may not want to hear a lot of those things. However, you have to accept them as they are from your significant other. So I'm going to give Jenny any other tips or pieces that she may want to talk about. Basically, what I got in researching all of this is protecting your marriage slash relationship is everything. You want to be able to shoot the shit, basically, with your significant other. If the person you're with isn't your best friend, your ride or die, then you're with the wrong person. And I say that from experience because... I've grown with Teddy, literally, uh, from child to adult since we've been together so long. And I've watched him grow into the man that he's become, just like he's watched me grow into the woman that I've become. And throughout these years that we've been together, there's been, for the both of us, lots of temptation all around. People are always trying to either get with him or get with me. You know, and no one has respect, especially nowadays. But we stick together through thick and thin, no matter what. Because at the end of the day, we know that a fantasy, um, a one-time thing, a one-time affair, is not worth risking what we've built together. And I want everyone out there to understand that if you've done those years with your partner, with your spouse, why throw it away? If you've been together so many years and you've been with them through everything, why throw it away for a moment? A moment is not worth a lifetime, a lifetime that you built with your significant other. So protecting your marriage by safeguarding your relationship from the opposite sex or the same sex for those of you in you know LGBTQ communities, you never should put yourself in a predicament where you're spending time alone together with someone that you're a little even attracted to or that's attracted to you. You know, 
You might think it's harmless, but it's really not because it's going to build into something that's going to possibly destroy everything that you've worked so hard to build. So protect your marriage, especially boundaries in the workplace, are so important. Um, you definitely need to set firm bound boundaries in the workplace to protect yourself from stepping out. And take accountability for your actions. If you have messed up and you're trying to repair or rebuild your relationship, definitely take accountability because I think a lot of people out there, they do something wrong. Even if they don't physically have an affair, an emotional affair is just as big as a deal. And they don't take accountability, accountability for that. They think that because it's not the physical aspect of the affair, that it's not an affair, but it is. Reality is, it is. Once you, whether it's physically or emotionally, get involved with another individual who's not your spouse, that is by far an affair and it should not happen. So make sure you also guard your relationship slash marriage um, against the lore of the internet. Because nowadays, everything is online. It's not like when Teddy and I were growing up that, you know, the online really wasn't a thing. You actually had to have a face-to-face -face conversation with somebody. Nowadays, everything is on the internet. So conversations are on the internet. It makes cheating a lot more available, I guess you can say. And if you're seeking fulfillment emotionally through internet relationships, then again, if you're in an actual relationship, you should not be in one because it's important to be committed, to be faithful. In a relationship or even marriage, if you're in, you should be all in. It shouldn't just be halfway point, you know? And make sure the biggest thing with protecting your marriage from infidelity is make sure you spend that time together, as Teddy was talking about earlier. Spending time together, it's one of the greatest things you have to guard yourself and your significant other against infidelity. Your emotional needs are met when you're spending time together. Your physical needs are met. Everything will be met through spending that time, that date night. That's why Teddy and I, we stress so much on dates um, in the sense of what we tell you guys because Dates are important. We're forever dating. We could be married 50 years and we will forever be dating each other because that's where the fun is, you know, going out and laughing together and having that PDA, even though Teddy's still a little reserved. I have to, I have to get him to, you know, kiss me more. And, but all those things are really important to protect your marriage. We don't want to see anyone out there fail. And that's why we started this podcast to be able to help others have the success in their marriage and relationships that we've had in ours. Definitely well said, Jenny. It's um, it's harder to go through the recovery process after you've done something that uh, you shouldn't have. And that recovery process could take a few hours, a few months, and in some circumstances, depending on how bad it is, it could take years, if not a lifetime. That's not worth it. A few moments of your own personal pleasure is not worth taking the recovery stones that you've completely embellished, distrust, all the work and effort, all the time 
that you've invested in your current relationship and or majority of these things don't end up in recovery. It ends up in a separation, divorce, could be much, much worse depending on the person. You don't know what you as yourself will succumb to in this significant situation like that as cheating or being or being found that you have a, a large distrust we can say and 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 we may do or do not do something or how we react but our emotions in that circumstance in a, in a heightened situation is just it can be unbearable for some so long story short on this perspective is do your best to invest and grow your current relationship and your circumstance it gets better every relationship no matter who you're with is going to be the same situation it doesn't matter you're not going to run away from your current problems or issues they're still going to be there they will persist they will arise but no matter who you're with i'm sorry you said run i don't know why movies keep on popping up in my head i think it's time for a netflix night with us you said run and i just thought of forrest gump <laughs> run forrest run <laughs> sorry my mind is on a whole nother level today <laughs> So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know some some majority of the topic was pretty serious to an extent and degree. However, it needed to be said. We needed to go through this together as an audience. Even if you haven't found every single point or point of views uh, as your own, hopefully it helped you in some way, give you a different perspective, and help you grow a stronger relationship for better today. Uh, much stronger tomorrow and an incredible future down the road in conclusion to our topic today you know when you start a relationship and you go into any relationship always have that positive attitude of being certain that you will not stray that should be what you're focused on is being faithful being committed to that person if you are getting serious in a relationship to begin with Make sure you also establish clear boundaries with your partner and clear boundaries in your workplace, especially with others who you know are attracted. You know, there's a lot of times where you're working and you might think it's innocent flirting. For Teddy and I, flirting is cheating because if you're flirting with someone else, you should put that effort in flirting with your partner, with your significant other, with the person that you love. Also, talk openly about what you need from your partner. Communication, you guys, is the key to a successful relationship, a successful marriage. Success, period. You need to communicate. Talk openly about, and this is probably a real hard one, attractions to and from others. I'm very open on how I feel um, with you, Teddy. Wondering, would you ever tell me if you found someone else attractive? Because I ask you a lot of times, like if I see a beautiful woman, I, I would ask you, hey, you know, you think she's she's a good looking girl. And usually you always say no. I mean, always say no. But are you telling me the truth? I got to wonder because are you open when it comes to saying you're attracted to someone else to me? I am. And I am extremely honest about that. Yeah, there are some people that look different maybe more uh, definitely attractive or not but I don't put myself in a situation to look for that attractiveness or make it aware or any sense of that nature I think if 
like give them that motive or give anyone that that level of mo- uh awareness it takes away from my own personal I know that sounds weird but just me in general I don't I just look at you your beauty what I love about you and it kind of just looks like a my own self block No I get it <laughs> and I love you for that I mean you're a real good man I know how you are with me but you and I both know we go to the gym and we both know that people are very inappropriate like when I tell you inappropriate man no one has respect nowadays they don't care it's like they see us together and they know we're together so then it becomes a game and a challenge for us to I guess for, for them to get us astray am I not right Yeah I mean there's a lot of unfortunately individuals like that especially in that kind of setting but as you notice and, and as well as you are you're in the zone you just do what you need to do and get out I am um, You guys see me on social media I'm always vibrant and laughing and very nice and pleasant to everyone I'm like that in real life okay everyday life but when I go to the gym and I'm in my zone and I I look massively angry when I'm working out because you know I'm I lift heavy weights I I really do I'm a small person but I lift heavy I go big <laughs> and I have this crazy like look on my face and I look such like an unpleasant individual and then I open my eyes I always close my eyes when I work out if I'm lifting heavy and I get these and I I'm not going to say the word I'm I, I'm thinking um it's a not nice word I get these people that like to look at me and and in grotesque like it's just nasty and gross and staring at me i have a three time rule i open my eyes the first time i give them a real dirty look like okay what are you looking at second time i roll my eyes the third time i literally stop working and give them that what the fuck look and then if they if they do not stop looking at me inappropriately i literally get up from my machine and i move and at that point i'm in a terrible mood because i literally had to stop a workout but that's just a great example of how i take myself out of that situation and there's been so many situations like it i literally remove myself from that situation and let that person know look you're staring at me it's making me uncomfortable you're now up in my personal space in my zone of working out So I'm leaving and I leave and I usually go to Teddy and I grab him and I kiss him. Anytime I I grab and kiss him at the gym, he already knows something's up. But the thing is, it's like people don't have respect. But Teddy, I've seen like I've seen lots of women look at you and some some of these women are are way better looking than I am. I mean, they're really like they're good-looking women, you know, that their bodies are better. How do you not think they're attractive cuz I'll bring it to your attention I'll be like hey she's staring at you I was like your fan club is over there how do you not I mean cuz I openly tell you if I see someone who's attractive whether they're a male or female I'm like hey you know that's a good looking person um usually it's celebrities I say that about but you you don't really say much and are you holding back from me cuz I don't want you to hold back No I I don't hold back at all um but for me I don't look for an attractive person. I don't care what the other person is or what they look like, what they don't. They're obviously doing that for themselves or for someone else. But or... it's not it's not about looking. It's they're there. And if I show, especially if I'm like, "Hey, do you think she's good looking?" I mean, they're there. And you know, there's been times where 
I'm not going to say who, but you know who I'm talking about at the gym, one of your little fan clubs, she was doing something very inappropriate and practically in front of your face. And I know you weren't paying attention to her, but what I'm saying is they're there. So you don't find those things attractive, even if I'm not saying you're going to step out because I know you wouldn't, but you could be honest with me because I want everyone out there to be honest with their significant other. I'm very honest with you. If I think somebody's good looking, I'm going to be like, look, you know, I think this person's attractive. You don't real you don't really say much though about other people. So that's why I'm wondering, are you holding back a little? No, again, I I avoid those circumstances to put myself into. Regardless if a person is attractive or not, I don't allow myself to be involved in any aspects to even have that kind of conversation. That's just me. I avoid everything because I value a relationship and a love for each other. So for me, it it doesn't make sense to step out or think about or give a person an afterthought in my mind. It's more valuable than to give someone else an opportunity to shine in my brain or my, my thought process. I love you, Teddy. I, I think you're an amazing man, and I'm very blessed and fortunate to have you by my side. I know that you're being honest. That was an honest answer, and this is an honest conversation. Um. We love that, as you guys know, Teddy and I, when we research each podcast, we don't know what one another is going to say. So he talks, I talk, and then our conversation kind of just flows in between. And believe it or not, podcasting together has brought us closer together. We discover more and more about one another. So it's actually therapy for us in a way, right? Yeah, I agree. It really is. But it's it's really good to know where you stand with, um, man, those ladies at the gym. They needed some respect, some decency. They are barking up the wrong tree looking for a sugar daddy because you're my sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. It's really weird. Yeah, some of them are like massively young and I'm like, what, their parents didn't teach them no damn respect? <laughs> I feel like going going up to them being, your mama and daddy didn't teach you no no manners? <laughs> That's like one of our TikToks. <laughs> that's that's so crazy but thank you guys for listening in we love you all very much as you know teddy and jenny can be found on fist <laughs> i can't freaking talk there i gotta get away from you oh my god oh we could be found on facebook tiktok instagram youtube and now twitter Thank you all again for all the wonderful words and support and love you have given me throughout this time. I am relapsing with multiple sclerosis. It's been a journey. I have a positive attitude though, and I don't care what doctors say that, you know, I'm going to lose the ability to walk or so forth. I beg the differ. (laughs) I'm going to fight. I'm going to continue to fight. And, you know, I have that hope, that faith that there will be a cure one day. And I'm going to be the first to take it, along with all of you that are struggling with autoimmune illnesses. There's got to be uh, a cure out there, and I am looking forward to the day that that happens. Teddy and I have a store on Bonfire. You can find shirts of cream in my coffee. We are making people aware of multiple sclerosis through these shirts that we have on Bonfire. They're great. They say cream in my coffee, and they have the MS logo. 
So uh, please support us and support the cause and spread awareness of multiple sclerosis. Our daughter recently made a shirt that says fight like Jenny with the MS symbol on it. It is adorable. I love this shirt that she made. You can find it again on Bonfire and I will link it in the show notes. Yeah, and if you can't purchase anything, it's okay. A great comment or review would be just as equally um, appreciated. So thank you all for listening today. Again, hope all this uh, information was just incredible for you. Whether you, you get get a lot of this detail or not, a lot of you can and cannot relate to this. That's okay. It's just us giving as much as we can back and, and sharing as much information as we can about our personal relationship or to help others in different circumstances. Yeah, we definitely want to help everyone out there. We've had success for the last 25 years. Don't get me wrong. We don't want everyone thinking that marriage is perfect, that we don't have flaws, because Teddy and I are very flawed, and we've had our ups and downs. But the point is, it's not about being perfect. It's about surviving those really bad times and getting through and coming out on top and stronger together, which is what we've achieved in these 25 years of being married. Um, You guys keep the comments coming. If you listen to us on Spotify, there's a new feature. You can leave comments. Sometimes we have polls. And it's a really cool way to not only interact with each of our episodes on Spotify, but to be able to read other people's and comments and and see what everyone else is saying. So join in on the fun if you haven't already. And Teddy, I love you like I love my coffee. Hot, hot, hot. 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 Muy caliente, papi.